0: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollar per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Recess. It is a staple of American childhood, right? Well, maybe not.
1: It is not required by the law to be a part of the school day, and often kids don't receive it.
0: Should recess be mandated for kids here in Michigan, and what are the obstacles in the youth getting to stretch their legs on a regular basis? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Do me a favor, go find a child that's between the ages of say, oh, 6 and 11. Ask them what their favorite subject in school is. I'd be willing to bet that if it's not something like gym or art, it's recess. Recess is a chance for kids to get out and have fun, to learn how to interact with their peers, and mentally reset themselves. Playworks Michigan did a study that found 20% of elementary school students do not get the CDC-recommended 20 minutes of recess every day. That ends up being about 100,000 kids across the mitten.
1: Anecdotally, it is not a surprise to me that kids are without recess.
0: That right there, that is the voice of Angela Rogancy. She was formerly the head of Playworks Michigan. Playworks Michigan created the Coalition for Michigan School Children's Right to Play.
1: For most people in the state of Michigan, they believe that recess is just a regular part of the school day and that it's required by law to be there and that kids get it regardless. And that is just not the case. It is not required by the law to be a part of the school day. And often kids don't receive it because there's a lack of staffing or there is a challenge in having 100 kids on the playground who maybe don't have the social-emotional learning or the pro-social skills to be able to use that time to help further their development. And so schools are really put in a really hard position in figuring out how to manage this time of the day, which really is the largest classroom in the school and really teaches kids valuable life lessons that they will carry on with them throughout their life.
0: But why? Why is recess so important? The question seems simple on the surface. Here is Dr. Eric Herman. He's a pediatric psychologist from Children's Hospital of Michigan.
2: Well, when you're able to uh, get a break and run around and burn up some of that extra energy, I think you can settle down better. You can sit more quietly, uh, probably uh, you know, focus better.
0: There's a study that says about 20% of students K-5 through here in Michigan are receiving less than 20 minutes of outdoor recess per day, and 14% are not getting recess every day. That's like 100,000 kids. What do you feel when you hear something like that?
2: Well, I just remember myself how important it was to me to get outside. And I would hope, you know, I know it's cold out, uh, but I would hope that the teachers would get the kids outside. It's not just uh, uh, a break or something just nice to do. They need it.
0: There are people that think kids get too much recess as is. A question about more recess on WWJ's Facebook page drew responses like this, quote, they have plenty of time after school to play. Taxpayers already pay enough for kids and districts, end quote. But Dr. Herman, our child psychologist friend, says to learn, kids must play.
2: It's invaluable. That's the reason they have recess.
0: I think that teachers
2: probably even a long time ago knew that the kids could only sit there so long and only pay attention uh, for so much uh, time before they needed to move around and
0: have a break. When kids don't get that break, what happens to their ability to learn? The longer you keep a child there, it would seem that their ability to learn would wane.
2: Yeah, it's diminished returns. I think the longer you ask them to, to go beyond their ability to focus, they're not learning anything. You know, they're just kind of restless and uh, distracted.
0: And there's more to it than just education. What about the ability to socialize? Adulthood is not spent in a bubble away from personal interactions. And what about exercise? We hear so much about the ever-rising number of obese Americans.
2: There's a social aspect to it. You know, you're out there playing with classmates. Maybe some are not even what you consider friends, but you're trying to play ball with them or make it work. So, you know, the kids are always learning. They're they're little, so everything they're doing is a learning
0: experience. When we talk about development and the kids being able to burn that energy, I also wonder, too, I know it's not the catch-all, but I wonder as Americans, as we get older, we're becoming more sedentary, we're becoming less active. Are we setting up habits down the road if we're doing fewer things outside?
2: Agreed. I I think for some of the kids, unfortunately, the recess might be the only time they go outside
0: because a lot of kids are in the house
2: uh, playing video games uh, on YouTube are less likely to play outside, so that might be one of the rare opportunities to actually get outside.
0: Angela from Playworks also talks about that bubble I mentioned. If kids do not learn how to socialize now, it'll make things much more difficult as they get older and become adults.
1: When I used to bring folks to playground to watch recess, inevitably there would be two boys, usually third, fourth grade boys, whether or not the ball was in or out, or if they got in line first, or who was supposed to pick up the cones or not pick up the cones and they would end up getting into some kind of physical altercation. One would end up crying and those children clearly are not going back into the classroom ready to learn. And I would say to the folks that I brought to those schools is these are the same two gentlemen just fighting in a mall parking lot over a parking spot on Christmas Eve. That if we do not intervene and teach children these vital skills, that we are not doing the adult version of those children, the service that they need in order to develop these very valuable life skills that we just take for granted are somehow embedded in every other aspect of a child's life. And depending on what home a child is coming from, what level of socioeconomic standing they're coming from, do they have access to team sports, all of these things play into whether or not a child is getting these skill sets.
0: Part of the battle for more recess, at least according to Angela, is education. Teachers often feel forced into taking away recess as a form of punishment, but Angela says that seemingly leads to the opposite of the desired result.
1: Recess is one of the favorite parts of a school day for many children that is often used as a form of punishment simply because it is the thing the child loves the most and it's a thing that allows them to help them finish either math work or they're not allowed to go out in the playground because they didn't behave in class. And what is unfortunate is that the children who denied recess are often the ones who need it the most because they need to go out and run and they need to go out and play. And they clearly need to learn how to manage their behavior, perhaps in different ways than they're currently showing up. And so play is a powerful tool. It is something that helps children's brains and brings folks together in ways that other things can't. And if we are marginalizing students because of their behavior or because of other things and not allowing them to be with their peers to learn these skills, then again, we're doing them a disservice. So what's the fix
0: here? I asked Dr. Herman if he thought there should be laws mandating recess. After all, places of employment here in Michigan, they're required to give employees multiple breaks per day.
2: Maybe so, but I probably would leave it up to the state and the individual school districts to decide that rather than have a one size fit all from uh, the federal government. Because, you know, different places have different needs and climate's different, different places. So. I think it is serious enough to have some uh, policies, some
0: probably local. Angela says there are a variety of options, including lobbying lawmakers, but she agrees with Dr. Herman about forcing the issue.
1: How do we help educate educators and folks in schools to know that there are lots of ways to ensure that behavior is corrected or that the students are doing what they need them to do while not removing this very vital part of a school day? Additionally, the coalition is working with legislators in Lansing and trying to ensure that we are incentivizing schools who are doing the things that we want them to do, you know, offering recess every day, they're not removing it as a form of punishment, and trying to really incentivize schools with additional funding so that they're able to use that funding to support recess specifically without putting a requirement on schools to do it all the same when we know that schools and communities are different and schools have different needs and kids have different needs. I've got one
0: more favor to ask of you. Close your eyes and take yourself back to recess. Whatever that means for you. For me, I go back to rural northern Macomb County about 30 years ago. You can hear it. Is that the sound of learning? The experts we talk to say yes. Thank you to both Dr. Eric Herman from Children's Hospital of Michigan and to Angela Rogansey, the former executive director of Playworks Michigan. Do you want to know more about what's happening in the classroom and on the playground? Head over to WWJnewsradio.com right now for the very latest. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.